0: Everyone, welcome to Noisy Narratives. This is Debbie. I'm here with Christy. Hey, girl. Hello. Did you know that a lot
1: of people don't listen to our intro? They don't listen <laughs> to our intro. <laughs> I did not warn you. I was saying that. I just thought of it. I people, had cause... someone text me the other day saying they were laughing
0: hysterically at our intro when yeah. you did the word of the day, and it was Bailey. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, people are, are like, I she was don't laughing listen so hard. Even Seriously? my
1: sister. I asked her last night. I was like, did you, I gave you a shout out. She was like, what? Because she said, oh, I like the podcast with Brittany. And I was like, oh, she liked it because I talked about Lisa. That's what I thought my sister was saying. And she, go, I go, did you hear? I, was, I gave you a shout out. Did you hear it? Because like, we were talking about, um, what's her face? Taylor Swift. Right. And she was like, oh, yeah, I don't listen. I just skip like the first 12 minutes and I go directly to the content. And I was like, "Wow." oh, yeah, I've heard that recently for some people. So for the ones that are truly listening, our true followers, that's My who we're talking goodness. to right now. I That's a newsflash to you, huh? I feel a little
0: unloved. No, I'm oh, kidding. I'm, I get it. I'm not surprised in some ways. Yeah. We we do just kind of like yeah. talk fluff.
1: Talk fluff. Speaking yeah. of fluff, here's your fluff for the day. What do you do or do you put on when you decide that you're going to go out or you're going to come here, but you're not going to take a shower and you don't want people to realize you probably are two or three days without a shower? You mean like right now? <laughs> You look fabulous. So you Thanks. don't get greasy hair or anything. Like I can usually tell people because I'm like, oh, she got greasy hair. And she has not taken a shower in days. It's called baby powder. You still do you baby? You don't use I like don't. the fancy stuff. I have tried that. It does that makes my hair
0: greasy and oily. Oh, but baby powder doesn't make totally your hair gray works. either. Mm-mm, no, because I, I put it in there and then I blow dry my hair. Oh, so you still w- it. do work on it. I'd still do some work, but so it takes you- like four minutes.
1: Oh. Super quick. So it still wouldn't take more time to just hop in the shower and come to work with oh, a wet no. head? mm Oh, no. No. Just Mm-mm. baby powder and blow dryer. Mm-hmm.
0: And then quick makeup. Takes me like 15 minutes to get ready. Throw on a sweatshirt and jeans. And you're good.
1: I'm done. Oh, that's hilarious. I do
0: it. And I'll do that if there's days like I don't have meetings and I'm just up here in the office yep. and we're doing a lot of work where I know I'm going to be just With kind your people. Of, yeah. And grinding it out all day and all that kind of stuff. Whereas if I have to be around people, people,
1: yeah. i So do you put on base, speaking you know, of, like you do full face makeup, even if you know you're... Yeah, my my lotion has a little Tink. tint to it. It's the dermatology stuff, which I
0: love. And then I put on a tiny little bit of very soft powder sometimes. That's and then impressive. I have some blush on and some and some eye stuff. So, yeah. So you do full face yeah, I actually, that is the one thing I don't have ever come have up here without makeup on face. unless it's like we're cleaning out closets and grunge day. But I, So, so yeah. that's
1: not a non-negotiable is the face.
0: Yes, you I would have say to have that's that. true. Okay. I would say that's true for the most part in that's the work environment. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, sweatshirt and jeans. What about you? I'm impressed.
1: Um, lots of deodorant. Oh, that's a sure thing. Uh, I feel like I've put on more like, and I will double up. Like, I'll be like, oh, it's been an hour. Should I put more to you?
0: <laughs> That's, oh, of course. I do have deodorant in my bag, so, so I get like, that. Yeah, yes, for yeah, sure. because you'll be
1: like, oh, midday. Oh, yeah. I didn't take a shower. She probably body spray. For sure. I don't know why, for but body sure. spray. Yeah. Um, hair in a bun, so I don't even try to mask it. Mm-hmm. But I would have to say probably body spray. But your
0: hair is nice and thick; like it looks good when you put it up. Where I mine is so thin and fine now, it does not look good. Like I don't think I've I'll ever wear a hat. seen your hair I'll, up. Yeah, when I it was longer, sometimes I would pin like a ponytail. But what I do is I wear hats. I do wear hats oh. all the time. Like if I in the summer, you'll see me up here because we're really? running around. I'll I'll have hats on all summer long.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're even talking weird. about doing a
0: first kid's hat just because a couple of us are in hats all the time.
1: I don't think I could ever wear a hat. To this place of employment. Really? Why? Never. I don't know. I just thought of this. So interesting. No, because I've even thought I'll like, wear hats on the weekends, but yeah. I've never been able to wear a hat to a job. Wow. Well, I don't think I would ever wear a hat. And I don't know if I've ever wear a hat because it's church. Maybe that's yeah. part of it. Maybe. Yeah. I so would never wear my hats. thing is like I'm gonna um, wear a hat. Now I'm gonna try to wear a hat. Yeah, if
0: I if you wanna say if there's a day where my hair is real bad, that's what I'll do is I'll put on a hat. Yeah. yeah. And I'll just Yeah, I'll put on a hat. Um, like I washed my hair yesterday, so today is just day two. So it's not, you know, it was easy, but if it's like, if I go to Renew camp, you know, I've been hats the whole time. Right.
1: Or even up here, we have camps in the summer or whatever, but yeah, I, I do wear hats up here sometimes. Lipstick too. I'll try to make sure my lips stay a Mm. certain color so I don't look like I'm dead. That's (laughs) funny. You don't look pale. Yeah. You know how like your lips get like the same skin tone as your cheeks or whatever, and you look dead. So that's my other thing. I think I go to. Yeah random so, thought and that is a random thought yeah interesting I think everybody has different stuff but it is interesting you don't come without full f- makeup on yeah i don't really that's
0: ever impressive do that. even like when i was picking up this past weekend i had 11 eighth grade girls at my house mm-hmm. for d now and i was coming up here to pick them up and i came in and i even made i had
1: makeup on because i knew i'd run into people <laughs> but i had a hat on you did have a hat on uh-huh
0: huh. but i had makeup
1: on my aunt used to always say she would have no makeup on but she was like you can't go anywhere without red lipstick so yes. she would have, like, no eyes on. And see, and I, I don't say wear face. lipstick much. Yeah, but she'd have yeah. no eyes on, no makeup on. She might have just gotten off the tennis court. She'll go places, but she felt like she looked presentable. She was disgusting off the tennis court, but she would wear red lipstick. And she was like, I look fine. Interesting. I know. And I was always like, she did. She looked great. I didn't think anything about it.
0: Wow. So there you go. What do you that wear? Is... What do you mask? Well, and it's funny because, like, millennials and Gen Z, and uh, they're, like, all about only washing their hair, like, once or twice a
1: week. Yes, what yeah. is that?
0: Yeah, they're saying, like, it's better for your hair, you know. And I think that's true, but my hair's terrible if I do that.
1: Like, well, I'm, like a, I'm could, very self-conscious. Yeah, so. you could make cookies out of Crisco with my hair. <laughs> like, it's that bad. It's disgusting. <laughs> but apparently, if you do
0: get in the habit, eventually your hair regulates itself. And the oil's not as bad. But you have to get
1: through that initial horrible phase of it being disgusting. Yeah, but these kids aren't sweating at night. They're not sweating through that's their true. clothing either. That's true. They're not going through massive amounts where you wake up yes. and you're like, my head is on Fire, but they're running around all day. Yeah, like true on some their of them. phones. Just kidding.
0: Yeah, that too. I don't know. It's interesting how things I will say skincare has changed greatly since yeah. I was in my teens. These girls have Serums. like fifteen step process I use kind Brindley's. of a deal.
1: Like I go in really room. I'm like, which one? Oh, oh give me a squirt. Put something yeah. on my face. Yeah. And their skin looks good, but man, a yeah.
0: lot of money, like Sephora like crazy, I guess, yep. but their skincare process, I'm like, what in the world? I would never have had the patience for that when I was that's that a age. That's
1: a TikTok thing though, I think. I that's think it is a on social media people thing people have been able to see it and go, "Oh, I want that. I want that." I think that's true, true. I, I asked my grandmother true. one time, "Mama, did you ever use um what is the stuff you're supposed to use on your face or take a uh, What do you take? Like the foundation? No, oh, no, no, you can take in a liquid form. We're going to look like a bunch of idiots right now." I know. Uh, well, I don't know which star powder where you take it's not hormones uh, collagen and you yes. put the powder in the drink and you drink it and I asked my grand- grandmother she's 91 right now I probably asked her when she was 85 87 I was like do you ever take this and she was like girl so past it I'm, there's no hope for me and I well you're 87 oh you're, I see what you're saying your wrinkles aren't you know okay yeah but at what age are you like it's too late uh, yeah college I'm giving up work. all this yes I don't yeah. or you just don't care like it's yeah. not worth the I mean the glitz and the glam. Mm-hmm. You've been married for X amount of years. So how mm-hmm. long? How much do you care?
0: I do think our age group, like the forty-five to sixty-five-ish realm right there, is the hardest time of that transition of accepting. Of accepting it's coming and things are happening. You can't change and yeah, because you look at then, your kids'
1: beautiful skin and you're I like, know. if I would have only done. And you look in job. the mirror and you're like, what? Or you should have up. slept <laughs> on my hands. Exactly. Should have slept <laughs> on my side. <laughs> just slept <laughs> like i'm sitting in a coffin that's right? how we should all sleep i know it's true, it's true. it you is start just looking at the bags on your eyes and the wrinkles
0: and you know but then when we ate like you know our spouses if you're aging together you don't notice it as much with each other like i was looking at jamie you don't the it takes me i guess more like i was looking at jamie the other day and he has more gray than i'd ever remember like it all of a sudden did you him, tell he, him though oh, no 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 well he knows it some but I, w- I mean, I was just like, you do have more gray than I thought, but you're like 56. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, he's a, such a great good looking guy and fun and he still works. I just think, I guess I perpetually think of us as being, you know, in our 20s. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That mindset, like, I don't know. I guess you just don't yeah. notice as much when you grow old together
1: because
0: it's no, a slow you change. you notice it. You just slow. learn to
1: either accept it or not say anything or to... To say something, maybe. okay. So if you're young and you're listening, keep doing your amazing face regimen. Stay strong. Don't give up. I'm
0: sure you will look like you're 45 when you're 65 because you've been doing this
1: for forever. (laughs) And it'll save you money because then you won't want to get plastic surgery when you're our age. That's true. Not that I would ever get plastic surgery. I was like, do you do the Botox? I don't do the Botox. I don't either. You can tell I don't though because I got the lines and people know when I'm mad and when I'm smiling. (laughs) So and they that.
0: know you do both a lot. Yeah. <laughs> true story. <laughs> okay, so speaking of mad and smiling yes. today yes. on the podcast, oh, it's so good! It's so good. We have our one of our student pastors, Sean Colic, the one and only, the one and only Sean Colic, who um, Calic Colic <laughs> Colic. You will hear that he corrected Miss Christie. Yes. <laughs> exactly and um anyway he admittedly so has said that he struggles with anger but it's been a process for him over the years Mm -hmm. and he talks to us about um what that has looked like for him and the things that have worked and Mm -hmm. how the lord has worked in his heart and the support of his wife and his family and anyway it's a great interview it's so good it really is and i really hope that people listening get a lot out of it. Um, and he's, he's so sh-
1: honest and open. Yeah. And I hope you're able to share this with someone, but at the same time, not be like, Hey, you need to learn from this. That's right. <laughs> so figure out a way to share it with somebody that might struggle with that anger. You love. <laughs> yes. Because it is, it's good for people to hear that yeah. other people struggle with it. And then how do they handle it? It's encouraging. If that mm-hmm. is your sin struggle or your cycle of, you know, Getting angry, getting upset, not knowing how to handle it. He hand, he talks about it in a real loving kind. He does. With, like, gentle gloves. And I and love he, it.
0: And he just talks about, too, the need for us not to go, this is just who I am. Yeah. And get stuck in that cycle of, I can't change. I can't be different. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how much of a fallacy that is. Um, but from his own personal perspective, right? It's been a journey for him, so...
1: Anyway. And he's still on it, which is what's so great, because he has a newborn. Mm-hmm. So it's does. like all these emotions he thought he handled with the first three, because they're older. He's like, Oh no, they're still there. So their oldest, just so you know, is fifteen mm-hmm. and
0: their baby is weeks old. Yep. And so he has been doing this parenting thing for a long time. But if you mm-hmm. can imagine how tired they are as parents, and they have two in between. So this mm-hmm. is their fourth. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know he's got a real honest perspective of that right now. What it means to really give for your family and have to give up stuff.
1: And anyway, sleep. Sleep, sleep is one of them. Colby's gonna listen to. This. He's gonna make her listen to this. And like when she's fifteen, <laughs> look what I gave up for you. They have all K
0: names. Mm-hmm, they all cute. girls are K names. Yep, so yeah, it is sweet.
1: Um. Anyway, we hope
0: you enjoy the interview today. And again, it's useful for you, for you and you mm-hmm. can pass them along. Um, and just thank so you, you for know, listening yeah, to the end for of you our li- <laughs> intro. <laughs> what I'm about to say may not hit some people then if they don't listen to our intro, right. but before we start the interview, we want you to know we are not going to drop one next week. We're we not are going, not going to drop. We aren't. There you go. We are not. We aren't <laughs> dropping um, a, a Noisy Narratives podcast a week from today. So we're taking next week off mm-hmm. um, because we are going to be out of town on a staff retreat we'll right. give you a report we'll we give you a report when we come back yeah yeah the week fine. after that's what we'll do for our intro for those of you who
1: listen apparently and why it's good or bad to go on a retreat that's with true people you work with that's a great question yes and i think we can have an honest reflection on that no we're gonna lie about the whole thing it's gonna be great.
0: <laughs> good okay okay apparently we're gonna lie about the whole thing which means christy already knows how it's gonna go and she's already (sighs) preparing i'm mentally i am praying for (laughs) y'all as i go on the retreat with you just kidding (laughs) all right but that's it for the intro and um hope you enjoy the interview okay everybody we are here today with sean colic for our interview for those of you that colic
2: or calic yeah colic like the baby thing
0: Oh, that's how I remember. Cause all April our kids told are that. colicky. <laughs> Literally, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So have you been saying it wrong the whole time? Ms. No, Christine? I don't even.
1: know this is a name that I don't say because I don't know how okay. to say it well. So I'm just like Sean. You avoid it. Yeah, I you just Which avoid it. Which one? K. K. <laughs> Sean, the dude over there with the, the A&M tall one. one. You know? Yeah, <laughs> Sean. The next stands next to Chris name? Sean. <laughs> the tall one. <laughs> yeah, totally. If there's a name I can't say, I will oh. work. I am a good workarounder on ours how, ours how to say it. Ours gets butchered real bad. Yeah, that it does.
0: Oh, ours, mine does too. Mine yeah. gets butchered oh, too. Oh yeah. I don't ever I'll say your last name.
1: Yeah, most people. A lot of people.
0: Don't. like you could
2: assume. It's got to be like Vallejo.
0: No. Not Vallejo. Vallejo but people Vallejo. say Vallejo. People say Vallejo all the time. They say Vallejo? All the They say actually Vallejo Valley Joe. though. They say Vallejo. But Valley Joe. Valley Joe. people say Vallejo and Ken. And they say Vallejo. <laughs> <laughs> and what it's but funny. Vallejo's the one I get the most. Because Valle- there's like a okay. Vallejo, California, yeah, right? And they pronounce it that way. It's no, But Vallejo is the one I get the most. Okay, My but,
1: favorite now is Valley, Joe. Valley yeah, Joe. I've never even thought about that one.
0: Johnny <laughs> Williams. Now, I know he knew. His thing is. Like remember Tw- Johnny. Yes. Yeah. So he did Upward for a long time. And he, um, I think because maybe he couldn't say it right or whatever, he just started going with Valley Joe. Yeah. And that's what he did all the time. Just Love for it. fun. He just ran with it. What's
2: fun is when so, you see people go confidently into it. And yeah. then you realize Oh. I don't know how to say
0: this. Mm-hmm. I know. So
2: it's like, yeah, we have the... Uh, like,
0: There's people here that introduce me, I think, differently almost every time they try yeah. to stand up and
1: say my name. I would. I'll be like, this is Debbie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Period. That. Just yeah. don't say it. Just we don't Debbie. say the last
0: name. <laughs> so how how many different iterations of your name oh, have you so heard? Many.
2: I've heard Kalik, Kalich, Kalich. Oh,
0: Kalich, I totally get it.
2: Yeah. Uh, there was a telemarketer that said Kochlich one right, time i was like there's no t in my name like <laughs> yeah, they're putting things in i'm like you're inventing ways to pronounce <laughs> yeah. this horribly and uh my daughters have been called Kalachi by some of their teachers well that's just fun yeah and so and one of them actually brought her a kolachi. Hey, and we're checked so it works yeah, it's so, great. yeah. <laughs>
1: that's awesome
0: <laughs> what fun does it tick anybody off in your family does it make uh, you mad?
2: it i think it drives my dad more crazy my uncle finally gave in and they just go by calick <gasps>
1: Interesting. Yeah, because he was they like they mispronounce it people. so
2: much. He was like, yeah, "That's what we are." I'm like, "No, it's not."
1: Okay. Hold so fast. Those, those are my people. Yeah, calyx. Okay, I like that. Say that when calyx you are around. yours. Yeah,
2: but no, it's colic. So okay,
1: okay. good to know. Yeah. Interesting. That's awesome. Well, speaking of getting mad, getting angered. Uh, I know. My name.
0: (laughs) Well, Sean is our, those of you, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, you can go back and listen to Sean's story because he did a podcast with us on a previous season that was fabulous um, that talked about his testimony um, and he kind of touched on a little bit his personal struggle with anger over the years. And so um, go back. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. And you'll get yeah, his story. Yeah,
2: please do. I need the validation.
0: <laughs> there you go. We'll, t- <laughs> we'll, we'll tell him when the numbers go up on that podcast. <laughs> um, but he is our um, one of our pastors with over students, which is sixth through 12th grade here. Um, so um, I'm sure our student pastors have to deal with Handling their self control and anger oh my gosh, almost yeah. every day yeah. <laughs> in their job up here. And but we appreciate that. Several very different much.
2: times in one event. That's like, right. It just depends. It's
0: your, yeah. you go from teacher to counselor to comforter. And yes. that
2: can be good cop or bad cop. We wear so many hats.
0: Yes. Now, do you, yes. you guys have roles you slip into? Like, is Chris a good, bad cop or you're a bad, good cop or what is that? We, how, we kind of do,
2: like, we gravitate towards things that. Like I'm, and obviously we're talking about anger. So I'm more like the, the heavy handed, like, hey, quit being stupid right now. That's kind of like yeah. what's expected of me in cabins. <laughs> and the, oh, at, but, yes, when we go yeah. on camps But the, the boys, like they respond to it. That's the yeah. thing that's always weird. It's like, I don't want that label, but it's also effective.
0: And somebody needs yeah. to have, somebody yeah. needs to be the principal. I'm sorry. Yeah. Somebody needs now, to Chris, be the pal that's Chris the heavy Chris will,
2: like we're both, I mean, you know, you guys know, we're both like, on stage funny guys whatever yeah when it's necessary it's like either one of us can be like what are you doing like right. <laughs> but but i seem to i'm, I'm more of an imposing figure because i'm six 240 pounds you know same dimensions as superman
0: oh however how do you know that
2: well i was at six flags a lot and saw <laughs> oh, okay. it in the, in the line
0: Huge so loud man. Yes, you're a big guy that can intimidate when necessary. And I
2: don't mean to, but that's even been something... <laughs>
0: that's
1: baloney. There no, I times don't mean you to. Do. There are that
2: you do. I have all girls, so that works in my favor. Totally.
1: But, but to junior high boys that are acting up or yeah, sometimes,
2: kids. Yeah, sometimes I just need to stand in a doorway yes. and the problem fixes itself. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And that's And helpful. it's
1: knowing when to use...
2: Yeah.
0: As moving into our conversation on anger, it's knowing when to use yeah. the... Um, things that God's given, the gifts God's given you, mm-hmm. when to use them mm-hmm. wisely mm-hmm. and when you've overstepped, right? Yeah. So that's what you have to learn is yeah. how to use.
2: Massive um, need to have discernment. There you with go. That. Especially that's a better way to
0: put it. <laughs> in my role, like working yeah.
2: with 11 year olds through 18 year olds, some who are super innocent and naive and some who are directly being turds to your face like Mm -hmm. you have to you have to balance that the right way yeah and i even remember when i worked at canica it's a christian sports camp in branson back in like 2004 my first ever review that i got from the men's director was hey you're kind of scaring some of the kids i was like what do you mean and he's like because you're so loud like your voice is just this Booming. booming thing and i was like "Well, i wasn't trying to scare him i'm just excited he's like yeah Tone it down a little bit.
1: Oh, that's wow. good. At least you have somebody and, that helped you, like a mentor yeah, to help yeah. you. Yeah, and so
2: after that, I was conscious of it. Like, okay, yeah. I don't need to yell everything. Like,
1: good morning. And yeah.
2: It can just be, hey, good morning, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Know. When did you realize that you have a, I don't want to label you, but you've labeled yourself, like mm-hmm. an anger issue. Like that's like kind that you of you struggled your, with anger. Yeah, the, Kindergarten. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, shut the front door. Yeah, I What'd did. What'd you do? Did you hard. throw things at your teacher?
2: Did? No, I never did anything at school. Um that's it crazy. was more like when, cause so kindergarten, I say that because I was always super shy, like cripplingly shy. Mm-hmm. And so anytime attention was put on me, mm-hmm. I'd be like, no. Like when my parents would sing happy birthday to me, I would like slide out of my chair and get under the table. Like yeah. I didn't want attention. I didn't cause, cause I'm like, I was thinking through like when prepping for this, I'm like, all right, I'm a. Enneagram type one. I'm an ENTJ. I'm this drill sergeant like, so nothing can ever fail, and if it does, oh. or if I get like, if you put attention on me and then I do something wrong, oh no, that. And so I learned that six, seven years old, That's but then it really started coming out when I started playing sports, because there's a whole lot of a lot of room for for messing things up and being in the spotlight and. But and you can
1: also get away with a shove because you're mad at sport, you can. In sports. You yeah, can get away you can. with a tripping somebody. You can get away mm-hmm. with a cursing with an, to a certain extent. Yes. Right. To a There's certain extent. A yeah, 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 yeah. And well, so then yeah. you have depend on the, the line, rest right? that you have where mm-hmm. the line is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but it's funny you're mentioning that. Like, so we do a, a study here. I'm not going to get into that part. But one of the things it talks about brings anger because it talks about having goals. Mm-hmm. But the, they define it as a goal. The study defines that a goal is something only you have control of, right? And a desire something somebody else speaks into. But they say how if someone blocks a goal that you have, even if it's a wrong goal, then that causes anger Mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting you're stating that like that, because you're saying if something gets in the way, uh, especially if you're a one, right? An Enneagram Mm -hmm. one, a perfectionist Uh that thinks things have to go a certain way. Mm -hmm. If somebody gets in the way of that picture or expectation for you, that's going to cause anger, right? Yeah, Because that's, so then that must happen all the time, though. Yeah,
2: it does. <laughs> it does, because I like,
1: like... He's like, arms up. I don't even... How do you live, Sean? How do yeah. you how do happen? that?
2: How like, are I'm you like, breathing right you now visualize? and not fuming? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's one of the things that I've recognized, you know, through the years is that I, I I, as an individual, have a strong desire for the ideal. And so when that gets interrupted in any way, my mind immediately goes to, Well, you're an idiot. Why would you do it that way? Or why would you say that? Or why would you try and do it this way when obviously I know the right way to do it? And if everyone would just do it my way, things would be perfect. The world would be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there'd be no fighting. there would be be like, Yeah, just do it like I've seen it done
0: the right way. So explain a time then when you, because you said it started when you were younger. Mm -hmm. So that means you had to know there was an issue as far as your, as far as, you needing to navigate self-control like with your anger, whatever, all mm-hmm. the way through middle high school, whatever. Mm-hmm. So was there ever a time where you were like, I, I'm, I really have an issue with this. Like I could hurt, hurt someone, somebody or my words get away from me. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to
1: stop. Or I You can feel kind of the bubbling up or I've hit too many walls. There's too many yes. holes in the wall. <laughs> this is a problem.
2: Yeah. I've, I've never been at a point where I was like, I feel like I could hurt somebody if I don't get help. Like that's, that's that's never been even on the radar. Um, Physically. Physically. Yes. Words. Yeah. I know I can, I can torch a place. Well, join the club or I'll get on your boat in that one. Right. We all struggle. (laughs) So yeah, I don't, I don't think, I mean, there, there have been significant times. Like I remember the one that was the most convicting for me was I played basketball like my whole life, like fourth grade all the way through senior year of high school. And my dad has, he'd never missed a game. Like even summer league, like city league stuff, he was at every game I ever played. My dad is also not a believer. And he would see me losing my cool on the court all the time, yelling at refs, shouting obscenities, you know, just doing things to like get revenge in the game, like stuff like that. I led my my teams in technical fouls almost every year that I played because I couldn't shut my mouth.
1: <laughs> so clearly, you were a walking target for the other team. Just kick yes. him off, yes, and we'll get some shots. And,
2: and it's like it's an easy scouting easy, report. Easy. You get him mad, he will eject himself totally. from the game.
1: Yeah.
2: And there was one. I remember my mom came up to me after the game, like locker room had cleared out, everybody's leaving, and she goes, "Hey." You know your dad's watching you, right?
1: Mom's a believer. Mom's a believer. So you're. It's like we're on the same team. Yes. Witnessing to dad conversation,
2: and so she goes, "You know your dad's watching you, right?" Mm. And I was just like, "Oh,
1: god, that cut you, man." Like
2: I'm getting goosebumps now. Thinking, and this was in for you. This was in the year 2000. Like it's 24 years ago, and I'm still like, "You're right, mom." (laughs) But but that was one of those things that convicted me. What I heard was, he's seeing how Christians act. Mm-hmm. And he's probably looking at you going, "What a joke." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so mm-hmm. 17 18-year-old me was like, "Oh, wow." Like that hit. So like that was heavy. impactful. Very. Yeah, very. Still is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so
0: how <laughs> yeah. did that change you?
2: Well, it 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 made me change the way number one just immediately how I acted on the basketball floor cuz I mean that wasn't the end of the season. I still had several But it's like ago. a switch was flipped in was some way. a switch way, was though. flipped and I was like, okay, I need to, I need to chill out and and then recognize it's not just my dad, it's the whole school.
1: <laughs> like, That's a great point. Yeah.
2: Like these guys, my teammates know I that I go to church and I love Jesus. The cheerleaders know this, the student section knows this, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. So I was like, wow, that was just, it was a huge convicting thing to be mm-hmm. like, I need to get that under control. Like, at least in that, 88 feet of space. And it feels yeah. like
0: sometimes that's one of the only ways mm-hmm.
2: to change anger mm-hmm. is
0: when there's not people getting even angry at you, but someone with some
1: wisdom just mm-hmm. saying something yeah. that just hits. Yeah. But there's also, so you're on the basketball court, but then, so you have anger there mm-hmm. and I think it's easy to compartmentalize our anger. Yes. Right. Like we can get mad. In a sport. Yeah. In a sport. Or or we and can especially get mad. for men. Totally, It's so easy to be. And like, I'm going to point on out all you yeah, guys because I, I think yeah. everybody does that. I think well, a yeah. lot you can of people get mad at do the that. office because something didn't go right either. Mm-hmm. You can get mad at home and you compartmentalize them like they're all different. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of like, maybe maybe on the sport I should or in basketball I need to reel it in for people seeing me. But you forget to translate that mm-hmm. lesson in the office or at mm-hmm. home and you're raising kids mm-hmm. or how you love people. So how does that look though when you're raising three daughters in the house? Well, four four now. now. Four now. Yeah. Well, I was going to get to that—the sleep depra- deprivation. Yeah. Because that's got to be a trigger. Yeah. <laughs> <At least laughs> for, everyone is for me. <laughs> me. <laughs>
2: yeah. You could end the episode there. Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Done. Just get enough sleep, and it'll be. A- so <laughs> if you walk around church and you hear Sean yelling, it's because he got no sleep. Because he just yeah. had baby number four, and baby number four <laughs> doesn't like to sleep and is Unless up all night, and she wants to be held all the time. She,
2: yeah, she's getting better at that. But then we're in a cycle now where I'll rock her to sleep. At a, until at about ten thirty, ten forty-five, and then I'll get up again at four forty-five, mm. five o'clock every day. So, some—I'm sure some of these guys are like, "Well, I do that, rise and grind." But I don't. I'm—that's tiring, right? <laughs> you know?
1: And this you're, is baby yes, four, this is and you're four older, and, I'm and this like, is different. Yeah. Yes, and your body's different. not used to it. Right? And you've had a long it has break. Has never been used to. Yeah. It, even true when story. I was twenty-three, but it is
0: much <laughs> different though at twenty-three than at forty-one. Yeah. I will say it's yeah. much different in your twenties. Mm-hmm. But yes, but that's a good question. Like how. Do you translate that over?
2: Well, the the hard thing I've noticed now is that the emotional fatigue that I feel hmm. makes me more more prone to just let my guard down and be like, I'm not going to guard my words. The <laughs> you know?
1: emotional fatigue, not yeah. the physical fatigue. Yeah. The, fatigue. the yeah, physical fatigue,
2: point. I'm like, okay, uh, yes. I I learned a long time ago to quit trying to prove how tired I was because mm-hmm. nobody cares. And, Thank you. you know, Thank you.
1: Nobody cares. like I don't
2: want to walk around just wringing my hands, going, "Oh, I'm so, so tired. tired, guys. I have oh. a newborn. Oh,
1: yeah. Everyone yeah, notice
2: that. me. Like I'm not. I'm not going to do, do that." But you do
1: stack your Dr. Peppers on how many you've had, indicating yeah. how tired you really are. It yeah. gets, it's a small trophy. No yeah. big deal.
2: Just, I still just want say. you to know. I just don't want you to ask.
1: exactly. I,
0: don't want to yeah. know. <laughs> I just don't want you to think I'm whining, but I want you to know I'm tired because yes. <laughs> I have ten Dr. Peppers gone by 10 a.m. It's
1: fine. Sorry. Keep
0: but you're saying the emotional fatigue. Fatigue. Yeah, that's so, one for me. So, and you're saying that when you feel emotionally fatigued, you you have more of a tendency then to yes. struggle with anger. Yes. And I would say that's probably pretty common. So how do you combat yeah. that? If somebody's listening and Or what like, is
1: emotional fatigueness? Yeah, let's what is do that? both
0: those. What is emotional fatigue and then how do you... Dr. Sean, what is emotional fatigue? Yes, well,
2: guys, lean in. Yeah. You're going to really <laughs> want to listen to this part. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Emotional fatigue for me is... Um, it's, it's a, it's a mix of a lot of stuff, not just personality type, but also my own sense of duty as a husband and as a father, you know, and like, I'm trying to care for my four children, my wife, and the way that a newborn affects her is very different than it affects me because I'm not nursing. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not up in the middle of the night doing that. So then she's at home alone with her during this maternity leave and I'm here at work and getting to do podcasts and talk to other adults, you know? And, and so like even just saying that, I'm like, gosh, I think to when I go home today, I'm going to have to play catch up to all of that. And I'm already tired just thinking about what I might have to talk about later. Mm -hmm. And that's just my wife. Then I have my four kids Mm -hmm. who all have their own deals, their own stuff Mm -hmm. they're going through their own stuff. They need to remember their own stuff they want to do. And so I'm like, how do I balance all this? You know? And so it, it, that part is what I mean by emotionally tired. Like, I don't, I don't have time to think about myself. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't mean that like, I need me time. Like, I mean, I do, we all do, but for me to manage that well, I have to be able, like I'm a, I'm a closet introvert. Like I love being on stage and with a microphone in my hand and leading the party, but I have to have some time to myself Mm -hmm. in some way. You know, that's why I play disc golf all the time, because that's like, that's my way to get an hour and a half of I'm walking, I'm moving, I'm thinking of nothing else. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, good. Yep. Um, but, but that's, yeah, that's, that's me.
1: Is, is it too high of a standard to say there's a balancing act? Is that, can you achieve a balance in those areas that you're talking about? You can. Does it last long?
2: I don't do well at it. Yeah. I would think it, it would yeah. be
1: really hard to feel like you can have everything in the air because at some point mm-hmm. something's going to drop. Yeah. So I feel like maybe there's and too much expectation. Drops,
2: yeah. When it drops, then I get distracted. Uh-huh. I'm like, Oh, and then I drop everything else. Everything else. And well, so then good. it stacks up and I'm like, God,
1: why does nothing work?
2: Yeah. When really it's just.
1: But one, is it too much thing. of an expectation on yourself to say that you can balance it all? Cause as a mother of four, I can't balance it all.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think there's any honesty in saying, "Yeah, I can do it." Yeah.
1: All. Is there a conversation with the Lord in that? For to... me, there has to be. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah,
2: because I'm not good in the moment. Mm. At home, when you know my my daughters all are having different dynamics with one another. That's the nicest way I can say it.
0: <laughs> good. So, when you say "not good in the moment," what do you mean?
2: I, my my initial reaction is shut it down yeah like I'm not very good at entering into uh, a situation with them and being like, hey, can you can you just tell me more when really what I want to say is can you just not mm-hmm. say anything else because you're annoying me mm-hmm. and I'm about to snap. And if this continues, it's not going to be good for anybody. Mm-hmm. So please stop.
0: It's like a plea, like yes. please just stop. Yeah. stop. Go to your respective places. It's like you uh-huh. are six
2: and you are thirteen. Why are we fighting over this? Like, can we just mm-hmm. stop today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my my uh, help right now is to go like into the bathroom and turn the fan on because it creates kind of a white noise oh, and muffles perfect. out. Perfect. And I'll just sit for a minute and be like okay like I can tell when I'm about to get to that point that's that's one of the things how did you
1: discover that coping mechanism
2: well it took a lot of trial and error yeah honestly because
1: that's a great one
2: it it, it's super helpful but like I can I've started to recognize that when I start to think everybody else is loud Mm -hmm. that's when I'm getting to my my breaking point and so then I'm like and I've I've told the everyone in the family I'm like hey Sometimes you're going to have to let me just excuse myself. Yeah. And I'm going to and I will come back. Yes. This isn't like I'm going to go play golf with my buddies for four hours. This Mm -hmm. is, I'm going to go turn on some white noise. I'm going to shut my eyes. I'm going to pray and I'm going to just. (sighs)
1: So there's an amazing (laughs) lady here. She's recently passed away, but she Mm -hmm. would do that when her kids were little and it got too much. Mm -hmm. And she'd be like, I mean, it was chaos in that four kids, Mm -hmm. chaos in the house. And she got to the point where she didn't even tell them. They just knew, oh, mama's got to go on a walk. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, but she'd say, "I'm leaving. You better be lucky if I return." <laughs> like she was kind of snippy, but that was her personality. Like she yeah. was a fun, yeah. fun human. And she would, she would leave. She'd go and walk, and I had some of the girls when they when they were little would go, "We always hope Mama comes back. She always does, but she always leaves." <laughs> like, oh God, this could be it. This yeah. could, I could, this could be the breaking point because she would get upset and frustrated with all the noise. Also, yeah. But learning to have that exit and for the family to be like. He's coming back. He just mm-hmm. needs to go do that and honoring that boundary that you're setting up.
2: Yeah. And it's in, and, and I don't want to say that as a way to give permission to like other dads to just be like, yeah, you can leave whenever you want. You that's know, a go, good point. Go cool down. Like you're not as tired as you, you say you yeah. are. And that's one of the things I'm realizing too, is it'd be real easy for me to just come home, turn on sports center and be like. I need to decompress y'all. I've been dealing with people all day. Mm. <laughs> you yeah, know. That's true. Which is easy. And that's yeah. and I think that's one of the things for men especially as we're really good at justifying why we're mad or why we could be mad. And in sports like we talked about earlier, like that's an easy context to oh. let that out. It's like, "Well, yeah, I shanked my drive off into the woods. Of course I am." Uh, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, and everybody high fives each other like cuz that's an acceptable venue for anger. Mm-hmm. But it's really just another way to like make an excuse to give full vent to that. And, and honestly, when you look in scripture, like giving full vent to your anger is never seen as an admirable thing. Mm-hmm. It's always foolish, mm-hmm. like always. And that's something that I'm just like trying to remind myself, like this isn't what God wants for you mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to do. Is it an emotion? Yes. Is it okay to have it? Yes. Is it all you ever need to experience? No. No.
0: Okay, so then let me push on that a little bit, because I think all you just said is excellent. But is it always okay to have it? Or is the fact you have the anger in the first place maybe pointing to something that has to be addressed?
2: Well, I think like when, and this is stuff that I'm living in, figuring out, working through also. But when you look at when Jesus got angry, it's... Everyone likes to, to put it under this banner of righteous anger, right.
3: mm-hmm.
2: but I, I think that's a myth. <laughs> like, I don't think for, we, huma- for, for humanity, for I don't, sure. I don't think we can would be absolutely like, agree. have this righteous anger because yeah. then what's the standard? Yeah. You know, like we can, we can pat ourselves on the back mm-hmm. for a feeling that we have and anything can be like, my cause is more righteous. Therefore it's righteous anger.
1: Mm-hmm. And small detail. Jesus was without sin. Yes. So he still got anger, but he was like, we are with yes. sin. He wa- we, and, yeah. we walk in sin. Like we are sinners. Yeah. There's no way that we can be equal to Jesus's anger mm-hmm. ever or equate our anger to his anger. He was mad at religious leaders.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if we were to take that in our context, is it really us? The anger would be if we are standing in the way of someone being able to connect to God. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Exactly. To your mom's point. Exactly. Yeah. And that, exactly. I think that's why yeah.
2: it was so convicting. And I look back at that now, and I think honestly, like in, in my role in the church for the last 20 years, that's been when I've noticed my anger is in, not to be like, oh, I'm like I'm more like Jesus now, but that's the kind of stuff that fires me up more than anything, is when I see someone willfully or intentionally making it hard for somebody else to meet Jesus. Mm. And I don't mean that as in like, Oh yeah, look at that prostitute. We're not going to invite her to church. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you're standing in the front during worship and just on your phone, distracting people around you who want to worship. You know, I look at that and I go, what are you, Mm -hmm. what, what, what what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Like, do we not understand how holy and good and pure this God is that we're singing to? And you're fine. You're fine with like playing grab butt with the people around you. Like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Like that's the stuff that fire. And you can see it now like that. That's what fires me up. Um, But again, I don't go, well then. Okay. Righteous anger. Mm -hmm. I can, I can roast these guys and God will be proud of me. It's like, no, God's not up there wringing his hands going, Oh, I hope somebody
0: stops this distraction. What are, they, what are we going to do? Sean, please step And you're remembering in. <laughs> you're
1: not Jesus. Yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, I think that's, we all have to remember. We're just yeah. we're just not. I mean, we're not. And for those people that are on their phone, somebody might go, we're just happy they're here. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't care that they're on their phone. We're actually happy yep. that they showed up hey, step this one, morning. They're in the room. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So then you have to like play that back of being like, okay, mm-hmm. it's not about that because they're in a different place than I am. Yeah. Or a different place that I want them to be, but I'm just thankful their body is right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for good. me. It's both. It's yeah. okay.
2: I know this kid's story. I'm glad he's here. Mm-hmm. I'll rewind <laughs> a decade or so because the 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 ministry moment I remember being one of the most angry I've been was I had my my last church. I had my youth group at a, a camp. And they did, like, one of the worship nights was, <laughs> it was incredible. Like, mm-hmm. Christian Stanfill, he's, mm-hmm. you know, the guy that's at Passion. Mm-hmm. He was leading at this camp. Oh, wow. And it was just one of those nights where it was, like, it wasn't, like, the scheduled cry night. You yes. know, it was right. just, like, Holy Spirit is present. People Love are, it. like, on their knees just just singing and tears flowing mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And I was like, yes, this is, because I had been praying, like, I want my students to experience something like mm-hmm. this. We got to get around this, this, this corner. And, and I was like, yeah, this was great we walk out the gym and immediately they're up like "Alright so can we play assassins now?" I was like, "Did you um, not experience the same thing that I just did?" <laughs> you know, kind of and we were supposed to go off in a small group mm-hmm. right then. And and I I just I let them have it. And it's it's legendary. Like you go ask any of these kids, they'll still tell you to this day like, "You were mad." <laughs> I was like, "I know I was, and I'm kind of sorry, but also I feel like it was justified."
0: So you have a something in front of you that says unoffendable. Oh, yeah. And I, oh, I just heard
1: about this book. It's a great book. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's hard it's to amazing.
0: read. How <laughs> Just One Change Can Make All of Life Better. Mm-hmm. And so I'm guessing you read that book.
2: I did, yeah, a okay. long time ago.
0: So this is one of the things where um, I have a friend um, that the two of us say have a saying, it's just
1: choose not to be offended. That's what that yeah. author says. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I haven't read that book. I need to. He was on, I listened to a podcast recently. He was on um, James Daly's, James Daly? Jim Daly's mm-hmm. Focus on the Family. Oh, It was okay. awesome. Uh, tell yeah. us like what you got from that book and
0: what you're, you know, what you well, learned yeah, and was, why you brought it.
2: It was written by Brant Hansen, who he was a DJ on uh, Way FM or Love or something like that. Super funny guy. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's funny. And. I don't know. I just, I brought this just in case I needed some quotes and I've already referenced some of them, but his, his whole thing is he, he's basically saying that if you're a believer in Christ, you should be the most refreshingly unoffendable person that there is. Like we're all out there looking for fights like all the time. And and I mean, we, as in people, like it's ridiculous. What can be fought over? I I mean, I saw a guy get kicked out of a great clips last week because he just couldn't stand the fact that he got skipped in line. Mm. I was here first. It's not fair. Mm. I was like, what are we? And I'm there with my kids, you know, like, is this how I look to y'all? Like, (laughs) I can see that and I go, that is ridiculous. I did that at dinner. (laughs) We
1: just came from that response. Yeah.
2: And so, yeah, yeah, but the, so the book, um, like one of the things that he said um, that I like is he goes, perhaps a big part of being less offendable Is seeing the human heart for what it is untrustworthy, unfaithful, Mm. prone to selfishness. Got it. Now we don't have to be shocked.
1: Mm. So say that again. Read that again.
2: He says, Perhaps a big part of being less offendable is seeing the human heart for what it is untrustworthy, unfaithful, prone to selfishness. Got it. Now we don't have to be shocked. And so what he's talking about is like when you see the behavior that people have in a fallen world Mm -hmm. who are themselves fallen. We don't have to clutch our pearls professionally and go, oh, I can't believe they would do that or act
0: that way. Cause we should know they're going to, we're all going yeah,
2: to, we should know they were because mm-hmm. we did,
0: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm.
2: I have a picture of myself in sixth grade in my office just to remind myself, like, this is who you're working with. They're not always going to be like this. They're mm-hmm. not always going to act this way and talk this way and think this way. Like they're going to grow and become who God wants them to be. And I don't know. I just, I love that. And then, um, one of the other things that he said here, he goes, why isn't righteous anger ever listed among the things that a spirit-filled life will bring us?
0: It's not a fruit of the spirit, like, is it's it? It's not. No. It's not. But you self know what control
1: is self-control is self-control. and gentleness. gentleness. Oh, my God. And kindness. Oh, gent- gentle. yeah. And gentleness. Yeah. Gentleness is yeah.
2: That's been something that God has been putting on my heart for years now. Probably three the last three years. I just feel like I'm like, I am not very gentle. So God help me be more gentle. And really? then what does he do? He gives me a newborn.
1: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> true story. It's true. You need to be you're, you're learning to yeah. morph into a gentle giant. Yeah. I'm trying to. It's good. Trying I, to. Have goals. I like that.
0: So do you think men so. sometimes feel like fruits of the spirit are too feminine? Yes. So address that part. Because they're supposed to be all gender, right? Because mm-hmm. it's fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Right? So address how if they're battling, like I'm the man of the house. Mm-hmm. I do need to have control over things. I think that's an issue, right? A mm-hmm. lot of times is wanting to control the environment, protect yeah. my family, which nothing wrong with wanting to protect your family. Yeah. But how do you kind of make that leap in understanding they're not feminine? I mean, the fruits of the
1: Spirit, patience, gentleness, mm-hmm. kindness, say, let's self-control. Read them. Yeah. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Mm-hmm. So how do you battle that then? Is yeah,
2: that right? men don't talk about those things much. <laughs> You know, and it's, it's funny. I was just talking to a kid I was discipling this morning, like, like men my age, like the 40 somethings, the Mm -hmm. 50 somethings, they've forgotten how to have fun. That's true. Like they've just forgotten how to play. Their joy is like this, Mm -hmm. what is that something you just kind of sing songy in children's church? Like, like joy is, is what I've been, I've been called joyful by people. And I'm like, it's, it's kind of like almost abrasive. Like what? Really? You think I'm a joyful person? It, like as a
1: man. You're as going, me. As you shine. Yeah. I mean,
2: as a man, you sure. You just don't but see
1: yourself that way.
2: I Are that's you? and that's part of the struggle with the the anger and the shame is like I see myself more as an angry person. And so when people call out the joy, I'm like, wait a minute. That is who I am. Yes. Anger is just what I struggle with. Yes, and so but that was Satan a big shift. Satan has it flipped yeah. for
1: you, and you believe his yep. narrative more than you believe. God's. And it's a
2: constant struggle, which yep. then goes back to the emotional fatigue and all that stuff. But I think when you talk fruit of the spirit, um, they do sound kind of like, like okay, that's n- neat. Like you don't hear mm-hmm. men brag about how gentle they are. <laughs> you know? Sure. You don't hear men brag about the peace how patient they and are. Patient. Peace yeah. They have. Yeah, yeah, it's cause we we kinda like, you know, kick it around with each other like, oh my gosh. Uh, then we high five each other about how like I told this kid this and oh you should have seen him. You know, it's not like, yeah, there's there's this kid that was just driving me crazy and I didn't say a thing. Crickets in the room. You right, know, like right, that's not yeah. how how we banter, how
1: we talk, but
2: but yeah, or I do you go think, in
1: the closet to deal with the fact that yes. you've weren't the ways of the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So you don't even talk about them all. Like you just live in mm-hmm. shame and embarrassment.
2: Yeah. But I think like just church in general, I think men have a problem with um feeling like it's too feminine. Totally like, agree. And and it, this isn't like a all right, we're gonna bash it now, but it like a lot of the songs we sing are romantic-y sounding. Mm-hmm. Um when you hear, when you talk about how to love the Lord, it's it, it, the we want that i don't know you can cut this part out because that's kind of stupid but but i think in terms of uh, of <clears throat> just this idea of of following after the lord you have these obvious evidences of what that looks like what a spirit-filled life looks like the acts of the flesh are obvious as well that comes right before the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. and those are the things that we as men struggle most with is like fits of rage and slander Mm -hmm. and things like that. And it's like, that's what's noticed. Are are you going to look that up? I think, I think it's right before. Malice. Yeah. And all that
0: wanting revenge.
2: Yeah. And it's almost like if you don't do that as a man, then therefore you are a weakling. Mm. But when I, I go back to this all the time, like Reggie white was a, he's an NFL guy. Awesome. Yeah. And he, he always talked about how meek doesn't mean weak. -hmm. Because it's power under control. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I look at like gentleness isn't me just being the softy that lets everybody walk all over me and my kids, but it means I recognize I'm 6'4, 240, Mm -hmm. loud, booming, imposing. And I don't have to flex that in every situation. Like I don't Mm -hmm. need to kick in the principal's door and be like, my
1: kid said that
2: I can come in gently. You know, I can come in Mm -hmm. like, you know, with with patience. I can come in with peace knowing, hey, vengeance is mine, declares the Lord, I will repay. He doesn't need me to step in for him, Mm -hmm. you know, and take over. Like that's, that's the kind of stuff that I hold intention all the time. It's like, okay, is this one of those situations where I need to be big, scary man, dad? Or is this one of those situations where I need to be climb up in my lap, (laughs) dad, Yeah, you know?
1: So for the desires of the flesh, this is Galatians 5, are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. I like that. Evident. Mm-hmm. Like Everybody can They're see them. Obvious. They're it's, very obvious. Yeah. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of rage, rivalries dissensions divisions envy drunkenness orgies and things like these
2: so about 75 percent of that you can hear on a given football sunday
1: right easy you know yeah. <laughs> or in the true. i would even say some of these you can hear just in a conversation mm-hmm. between you and your wife or mm-hmm. you and the kids. I mean, like, this is. Or something... people you
0: just have disagreements with that? Like you're saying, mm-hmm. the great clips guy who just mm-hmm. got kicked out because he was mad, or coaches, or. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think part of it too in the battle is we don't make it easy on ourselves,
3: mm-hmm.
0: on each other. I, I don't know. You that mean, as we, believers or just people? As believers people? Okay. and people. Like, yeah. I don't know that we do a good job of supporting the growth of the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. With patience and self-control and peace and kindness. I I think sometimes we even struggle with this posture we have with the world. You know, we battle like pushing forward and pushing the word of God. But then there's this, I don't, I feel like sometimes we have to, we feel like that has to be so forefront. We forget that how we say the words is as important as mm-hmm. saying the words. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, and especially the tone, the po- the that we tone say of it, in, especially the saying? posture of yeah. some believers on center stage, right? Like, I just don't, I don't think we make it easy, mm-hmm. um, on each other all the time. Um, because the ones that get the attention are the ones that sound angry, yeah. Right? Aren't they? No,
1: we just scroll past those on our Instagram. We don't look. We don't look at them. I'm saying worldly <laughs> attention. <I'm laughs> saying, I know that's right, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. No, like those kind of be. There's people that come in. Guys. I'm like, nope, that's gross. That's disgusting. Which, which is, yeah. is great awesome.
0: that y'all do that, but I'm saying they get like yeah. 10 million views I know, of other people. I do. Mm-hmm. You know, they totally do. And so I just don't know that we well, set yeah, ourselves we're, up we're well. Yeah, we're we're drawn
2: time. we're drawn to heat. Yeah. When it's <laughs> when something's incendiary, people are going to latch onto it a lot better than when it's just doctrinally sound. You know? Right. <laughs> like... Like I could I could say right now some hot button sound bites and people would be like, oh my gosh,
1: we'll share You that. could do it between Debbie and I and but, we'd give you a real <laughs> earload. So go for it. You want to try it and see what but, happens?
2: Yeah, word association. <laughs>
1: yeah. But verse 26 does say, let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So yeah. don't see, do that, Sean. That there you bad. go, don't right there. The Bible provoking, says don't. Provoking, provoking one that's another. That's the word I yeah. land on.
2: And it's similar to where the New Testament says fathers do not exasperate your yes. children. Yes. Don't provoke them. That's right. And man, it's like, ah, sometimes you just want to, like, come on, just, that's, yeah." that's not what we do. This is how we do it. And that just wears them out. One of mine is like that. Yeah. Like she gets so frustrated yep. at any kind of correction because she feels like that's all I ever do. Yes, And I'm like, I recognize that. And I desperately try not to only do that. Yeah. I mean, we have students here in blue that I just had a conversation with one on Sunday. I said, dude, I feel like all we ever do is talk when you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. And I hate that for both of us Mm -hmm. because I don't want that to be our relationship. Mm -hmm. Like I want to get to know you. I want you to know that you belong here and that you're loved here. But when you act like an idiot, I have to do something about that. But let's make sure that this isn't all we ever talk about.
1: Yeah. Which is very wise. Well, you have to be Mm -hmm. intentional. I remember a kid, maybe two of mine being like, you are on us all the time. Can we not just sit on the couch? And I was like, (laughs) "Ballin." Like hand, head, and hand, like uh-huh. totally valid. I'm uh-huh. so sorry, and and I was able to even put it to where like my life outside of home seemed anxious. So then I brought it into the house, mm-hmm. and it was like this has nothing to do with y'all. I should have left it outside the door. <laughs> my bad. Y'all, y'all go hang out on the couch. Just yeah. you know. But it means
0: something that they're able to voice that because I yeah. will say one mm-hmm. thing is knowing your parents aren't perfect, um, but dealing with a parent's anger, or frustration. Is real, but it's also Mm -hmm. means a lot if they can say, Hey, this is how this feels. Yeah. And if Mm -hmm. you listen, because you can understand, we're all going to mess up. So part of that is the issue with, I think, change is understanding that and and demonstrating repentance to our kids. Yeah.
3: So then how do do you, yeah.
0: How do you do that? Because (laughs) Mm -hmm. that has to help your change. Like, I don't know that you change very well if you're not willing to repent. Yeah. I think they go together but yeah. explain how that works for you like how did
1: do you remember the first time you had to like repent to your kids or to ask your kids say, i'm sorry i messed up
2: i don't remember the first time
1: honestly. there's like there's been so it's
2: many so Nelsha many like, it's so That's many it did times. Go, which is which yeah. is good
1: you probably came into it going i'm i'm going to have to say well, i'm sorry to my kids a
0: lot when you got yeah. you got 3 kids now but you got four i mean you have three older but four but the more yeah. kids you have the more Opportunity yeah. there will be to apologize, oh, but tell yeah. us how. Um, yeah, big time. Yeah. So like tell Londres us how that's worked together to for you though. If somebody's listening and they're like, "I want to know how to do this," because yeah, this is a struggle for me.
2: Well, let me let me give you some encouragement first. Just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean I do this well at all.
0: Okay, <laughs> Like, yeah. like you
2: Honest. would, honestly, you would be shocked if you heard the way I talk sometimes at home, mm-hmm. like just the tone and the the just being irked and all that. But like. Mm-hmm. And that's that's part of the the big struggle for me is that I know I have little girls, yeah, and they're seeing their dad, you know, get, so bothered and so worked up and all that. And my wife is always like, you are modeling to them the kind That's of right. person they're going to end up with. And I'm like, no, don't say that. There's no, uh, <laughs> and it's just, because then that that flips the switch <laughs> of, of you failed. This is something else you screwed up. And then, and then that sends me into And, uh-huh. and so it just builds and builds and
0: builds and builds mm-hmm. and builds. Cause mm-hmm. now you've got the shame in there. Yes.
2: Too. Yes. And I'm like, I failed my girls, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and that hurts. Oh, and it mm-hmm. hurts. And when I feel,
1: which is not true. You have not failed. You're a bit the moment right. it feels true.
2: It feels like it is, but it's not. And it's so overwhelming.
0: Let yep. him sit in it for a minute. It's oh, so- I want to help
1: him and be like, "It's <laughs> not true, Sean. God will protect them." <laughs> and rave <pray> about <laughs> this oh, is my, so great. great.
0: Christy does this all that she, which, she's such an <laughs> encourager. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> but I'm just like, let it, mm-hmm. let the emotion mm-hmm. sit for a mm-hmm. minute. It's yeah. uncomfortable, but sorry. it's okay okay keep going so but go i ahead, guess sit it in, like the, sit, sit in you. the shame and then say what's the road out of that now yeah <laughs> the,
2: well the That's road so <laughs> it's funny because the road out of it with one becomes a road into it with another okay. and so then and it, then it's like oh now i've made you mad somehow let me go fix that after i cool yeah. down and Oh, I took too long to cool down, so now you're mad. Like
1: But that's a consequence of a behavior. Yes. Which if you learn not to have that behavior, you don't have to do that. Yes. But that is a total consequence.
2: And I am not emotionally intelligent. And so I know that to be true, but I have yet to live that out in the right way. You know? And I'm gonna let you sit in that. Yeah, let me sit in it. (laughs) They're both I wish you could see both of their faces right now. They're just like,
1: "Mm
0: mm-hmm.
2: That's right. <laughs> you sit in that shame, sir.
0: Not at all. No, not at all. We're laughing. But we are. We are. Love it. But, no, but this it is, is also good because I think mm. part of the shame is thinking we can be perfect. Yeah. So I think that is someone who's a perfectionist like yourself mm-hmm. is going to battle that probably for yeah. most of your life. It's mm-hmm. just, it's on a spectrum, right? So mm-hmm. it'll get easier, you know, different. Cause the Lord is in your heart that can help yeah. you grab that. Well,
2: it's, I mean, it's at home, it's career, it's, it's Everything. hobbies, it's friends, it's anything. It's, There have been everything I've touched in my life. At some point, I've thrown both my hands up and said, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) You know, just because I feel like I've ruined this. I can't get this back. Because before sin, before
0: the fall, you would have been the one making the perfect building because the angles would have been perfect. You would have been the one. But because of the fall, that's messed up, which Mm -hmm. means hence, you know, the shame part. Mm -hmm. But I got to think that a lot of men in general, because I think as women, sometimes. We also like to point out maybe how things aren't the way we want them. <laughs> so you're not alone, right? I'm usually
2: the recipient of that point again. Yeah,
0: because
1: <laughs> you're married, to a, you're married to a female. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so she tells me, my girls tell me, like, what else could I do you know, wrong today, you know, everybody? Have you ever seen <laughs> yeah.
1: that meme though, where the guy's like, I had no idea I needed to get married, so somebody could point me out to point out that I did how loud I chew, how much I, store, right. how you... I
2: you got the pillows facing the in a wrong way. parking spot.
1: <laughs> I
0: always laugh at that it is he's <laughs> funny that's yeah. a good comedian so this is my question though because there's a lot of women listen to this so this is your opportunity to help maybe someone listening or even us christy and i what can women do to support and help and encourage their men better especially if you're struggling like you're saying with perfectionists, with anger emotional fatigue how can we encourage and support
1: our guys pause on that too because i like that question But also add to that, how can we parent kids that struggle with that also? Mm. So there's two parts. So there's two parts. Because I was going to ask about the wife part, and then I was, if you have a kid that struggles with it. With the anger. With the anger. Yeah, that's good. Yes. Write it down. It's a multi-part question. It is. I know.
0: So one, how how can the wife help support her husband, and then how can we help support and parent kids?
2: Okay. So this one is tricky because every dynamic and every home is different. So I'm only going to tell you what I've experienced as early as last night. <laughs> okay? Because I am 2 months into raising another newborn, very tired, very frustrated, a lot of just little nitpicky things. And so I'm I'm getting mad faster and more often. Right. To be honest, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I try not to bring that anywhere else, <laughs> which oh, how fair is that for the family? But, but this the the way that wives support husbands in that I don't think that's a fair thing, honestly, because it's not it's not y'all's job to like we have to get our crap together, and. I figured that out last night. like I, I was just like like on edge, like kind of clenched teeth like, oh my gosh, again, like this is happening again. And what it took for me walking down the stairs and just going to my wife and saying, that was all me. You didn't do anything. You didn't that was me feeling a certain way and reacting a certain way. And I was like, oh my gosh, that ended the argument. Can you believe that? I took accountability and humility. And we're not talking about it well into the night anymore. No. You know? Mm. So, but what what my wife is doing right now is she's, she's just kind of looking at me and going, you don't want to be like this. Mm. And just reminding me, like, I've heard you in the tender moments when you can be gentle and talk about how you're feeling rather than just yelling and saying it's everyone else's fault but yours. Like, I had to be able to... You, like, humiliate myself, be humble, put myself back mm-hmm. from this and go, okay, now that my brain is lucid again, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was all me. And I had to own that.
0: Because a lot of anger is also pride. Yes. And so, what you're saying is letting go of the anger also means I have to let go of my pride. Yeah, you have to let and go, go of your humility. right to be offended. There you you go. have to
2: let go of your right to be angry. Because, like, when I step back from it, like 12 hours later, I go, what the heck was I even that mad about? Mm in the moment it's that energy just builds and it gives you like this this sense of power and this sense of purpose and it's like yeah i'm going to shut this down and everyone's going to agree with me and it's my way or the highway mm. april's not supposed to support me in that <laughs> you know i'm supposed to submit myself to the Lord I'm supposed to love my wife like Christ loves the church
0: and we forget about the submission of the Lord too.
2: oh my gosh men talk,
0: I mean we talk but, about women's submission all the time but we totally yeah. forget that hey men have submissive
1: they've got some requirements
0: as well yeah but you so breathe by me, right? that real
1: fast mm-hmm. April's not support, supposed to support me during your anger yeah I can't tell you how many men would be like, you're, "You're on board. We're on the same team. Let's do this." Yeah, like you have to support you me to support because me. I'm you're married to me, yeah, and, and I'm angry. So we should be ma- angry, even together. if the anger's wrong. Yes,
3: mm-hmm.
1: great and point. Go, great uh, point. No, that's you, honey. You're standing mm-hmm. alone right there. I'm gonna let you. And be you honestly, right
0: now. I'm gonna. The best thing I can do is tell you right now: you don't want to be this, mm-hmm. or just don't just talk horrible. to the
1: human. <laughs> yeah.
2: And what's and what's even oh, cool. more exponential in those moments is that I feel like I'm on an Island exposed and ashamed. Yes. And like, I can just feel the heat of embarrassment, you know, filling my cheeks mm-hmm. and I'm Good. like, gosh, you're right. Oh, and that makes me mad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. So that, and I'm, I'm only saying that cause that happened last night, the 500 days before that, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's because I knew I was coming on this podcast. Like I better try something different to have an example, <laughs> you yeah, know, no, or what? So yeah. I can't but, tell
0: you how much I appreciate your speaking to the realness of this Yeah, because it's hard to talk about mm-hmm. things that are struggles,
1: but we don't do it enough. Yeah. I mean, so thank you.
0: Yeah. That's sweet.
1: Well, it's <laughs> Debbie saying that, what were the two things that you said to your wife that you just went, wait, what conversations over?
2: Uh, I just, I said that was, that was all me. Like it wasn't anything you said or there it, is, yeah. like it was me. Mm-hmm. It was the way I felt about mm-hmm. something. And then I projected it on you and made it seem as it was you. like, yeah. and then
0: do you ask for forgiveness at that point yeah, and just say, I'm so sorry.
2: Yeah. I've, I've been real good. Like back to like a question you asked like 15 minutes ago, I've been real good at going to my kids afterwards too. Like if like I get onto them part. or something and just be like, Hey, aren't you glad that you have a good God? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, I remind them like, like your heavenly father is so superior to me mm. like in that good mm-hmm. like i'm sorry like i'm so sorry that i said this or did this yeah. or treated you this way and i want you to forgive me but i also want you to remember that like god the father is mm-hmm. so much better than this guy mm. you know and i just yeah. i don't know i want that ingrained in them
0: mm-hmm. That's sweet.
2: I hate how we have to get there, but I right. like that they know it.
1: Wait, so now, now the, touch on parenting.
0: I was gonna say now the kid yeah. part. If you have a kid that's struggling with this, which thank you for being so real yep. about the marriage part of mm-hmm. it. If you, you know, if somebody's listening, they have a kid. Mm-hmm. To Christy's point, that's struggling with anger. What would what's your what are your suggestions?
2: Yeah, that because I mean I we have different degrees of that with my own kids as well, um, and when you're when you're parenting kids that have anger problems, I think the more people you have involved, the better it is. Like it's, it's helpful for, and I've seen this in youth ministry for, you know, the decades I've been doing it is that kids will hear, like, we can agree on the exact same things. Like if your kids hear the same message from you Mm -hmm. versus me, then they'll hear it from me. Cause I'm like, I'm a different context. I'm a different You're out of the person. House. You're yeah. not the person that I'm, lives not, with them. I'm not the annoying parent. That's
0: right. Yeah. I, parents should not get upset that their kid finally <laughs> listened when somebody said yes. what you've been saying all along. You mm-hmm. should be going applauding. you. Yay. Yeah. Some like even if they didn't listen to me, they listened yeah. to somebody else. And I'll tell you, yeah. I'll tell you
2: straight up, just as a youth pastor, like our goal is not, yeah, we're gonna undercut the parents and be the cool ones that give the good advice. It's like, no, we're agreeing with y'all right. every chance we mm-hmm. get. And then they finally hear it. And, and that's what I'm saying is like, if you had a kid that struggles with anger or perfectionism or whatever, like you got to get more people around them, mm. you know, get if they're not in a small group, what are you doing? Like they need to be, you know, they need to have other leaders and other adults that love them mm-hmm. and, and are going the same direction you and your family are going because then we can speak into that at different mm-hmm. times. I mean, cause they're not going to hear it from you if they're mad, you know, mm-hmm. and if they're mad, they want to talk to us, then we say the exact same thing. They're going to be like, Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. And then maybe they hear it from their small group leader too. And then it starts to land. You know. But
1: science shows that they need like multiple touch points or multiple mm-hmm. points coming into their life for it to even soak in. Mm-hmm. So that, that's so another So you're saying point. go out.
0: Part of what you're saying is if you're feeling like your child
1: is struggling with anger, go out of your little
0: circle. Don't stay isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're saying go out beyond yourselves. Ask for help. Yeah. Partner with people. Yeah. You know, And I know
2: it's hard. Oh, I know yeah. it's hard. It's very yeah. humbling, isn't it? Yeah. I've had so many people come in like hat in hand saying, my kid is just so mean to me. I'm like, well, mine too. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad you told me. Now, all right, now we have a thing. I yes. get it.
1: <laughs> and tell the teachers and tell the counselors and tell, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. you have to acknowledge mm-hmm. What your kid's struggle is at the time, and don't
0: excuse it, right? That has to yeah. be a part of it too. Yeah, recognizing don't excuse it and it. don't excuse it.
2: I wouldn't, I wouldn't overplay it, but I wouldn't soft play it either. Yes,
0: there's a, you know, like fine, not everything
2: that. has to be. We need to get you a session on anger. Right. Like sometimes mm-hmm. they just need to like lose the game, yeah. and go blow off some steam in the mm-hmm.
0: backyard.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, and it doesn't need to be when they come back. And be like, okay, well, let's talk about what you processed. Like yes. we don't.
1: Just let him go, let just him let go him, through it and be. let done. him go. But Shawn's also don't, like, don't process. Just yeah. Don't, don't stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs>
2: it's like, let him sure. go, but also don't let him just leave.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah you that's know? Right. Yeah. Everything doesn't have to be a, we've got to go through this and work through it like mm-hmm. counseling session moment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is just them feeling natural consequences. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. Because
2: I mean, you go back when my mom said your dad's watching.
0: That was all, that all was it That was it. Yep.
2: That's all it took. Yep. God did the rest and I followed
0: and I think saying more with less words is always better mm-hmm. if there's a way to say what we're saying with less, which for me I had to take work because as Christy knows like I will process like I process out loud mm-hmm. but I had to learn to do that by myself mm-hmm. not with my kids or people I'm teaching or whatever so mm-hmm. if you are kind of more auditory, you tend to lecture yeah really work on not doing that yeah because <laughs> that just <laughs> makes anger exponentially grow I have found
2: well and I can tell you that firsthand yeah yeah. if I feel like I'm getting lectured I'm like golly yeah it makes me want to fight back it doesn't make me want to listen
0: exactly (laughs) (laughs) well Sean thank you so much we ended on a good note if you wanted to end like with just a passage of scripture you feel like um, you would like somebody to take with them a couple one or two what would you what would you end with when it comes to this topic
2: Well, I'll, I'll end kind of with a, it's, it's a passage, but it's also a story, um, that connects to my own journey with anger. Um, this is from Luke chapter nine. Uh, and this is when the Samaritans rejected Jesus. Like Jesus is on his way, uh, to Jerusalem. He says he resolutely set out for Jerusalem. So it's the end of the ministry. It's, it's time. It's time Mm -hmm. to go. Right. And so the Samaritans reject him. And then James and John saw this and they said, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? But then Jesus turned and rebuked them. And so these are James and John, they're the sons of thunder, right? Right. Like, mm-hmm. They got this nickname for, for being these hot headed guys. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're with Jesus. And they're like, hey, do you want us to handle this? Do you want us to call fire down and just burn up these heathens? And Jesus is like, no. <laughs> like, are you kidding me right now? And mm-hmm. so this actually, this passage was the last sermon that I taught in Oklahoma before I got fired. And it was called the miracle Jesus didn't do
0: mm-hmm. because he could have, he could have, he, he could do anything yeah, he wanted. He's he God. could have. Yeah.
2: And so I'm preaching this. And then three days later, I'm getting called in saying, Hey, we're going to need you to resign. And I'm just like, what? what? So mm-hmm. all of this coming together. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to burn the place to the ground like James and John, yep. you know, because I'm like, how dare you slight me? Ah, this is unjust. This is wrong. But I didn't. I kept my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And and through that, was able to 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 have God show, hey, this is what patience looks like. Mm-hmm. This is what gentleness looks like. This is what self-control looks like. And so I can look at that and go, that was one of the hardest times of my professional life. And yet God showed himself faithful in that. So when I'm tired from a sleepless night or when my kids all have different ideas of what's best and right and good, and it differs from what I've always taught them, I can go, but God has been faithful through this stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like my reaction is I want to, call down fire from heaven and burn up all the idiocy that's around me. But I see the way that God has moved and, and, and kept his word through it all. You know, now I'm not saying I'm going to leave here and just be happy the rest of the day. And (laughs) everyone's going to just sing my praises when I get home from work today. Who knows? I may snap again, but that also shows the patience and the long suffering that our God has for us. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I always remind my kids of, too, is like, God, like when I pray with them at night, I say, God, we just thank you that you're patient with us, that you're so kind to us mm-hmm. and that you forgive us mm-hmm. because I suck at it. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, and
0: you got it. I always remind the kids when I'm teaching, like in fifth grade, I was like, remember when we go through these stories, this is one piece, but God spent, Jesus spent three years with these people. hmm how many of these stories are there yeah. that didn't get written down in scripture? Yeah. I mean, like how many times did he look at the brothers and go, guys, chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, cool it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the one we have, but you got to think there were more. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. that just demonstrated his patience and his love. I mean, I've again, only given you way. four stories. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I mean, there's, there's more. So, well, thank you, Sean, so much. We've got, um, we appreciate it. Um, you've been so real and mm-hmm. helpful and kind to sit here and pour your heart out. Okay, so Anytime. And, um, you know, kiss those that sweet baby for us. Oh, I will. She's adorable. She's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you got to the <laughs> hilarious baby. <phase. laughs>
1: what song you got? Good, good father. Oh. As you were mm-hmm. talking and you were talking about all of his stuff, it just goes back to what a good, good father, all of his attributes that you've named. Mm-hmm. And he's perfect in all of his ways. Mm-hmm. So I thought we would go out on this song.
0: All right, everybody, that's it from Noisy Narratives. Until next week, guys, this is Noisy Narratives out. Talk to you later. Bye. Life can be